0: This is literally everything. everything, 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 everything.
1: The compelling sequel to The Godfather, contrasting the life of Corleone father and son, traces the problems of Michael Corleone in 1958 and that of a young immigrant, Vito Corleone, in 1917's Hell's Kitchen. Michael survives many misfortunes, and Vito is introduced to a life of crime. Coming in at number 32 on AFI's top movies list is The Godfather Part 2. So raise a glass. Qui sta bevendo con teragazzo? I
2: learned it in Italian. Was it Sicilian?
1: No, I only have an oh, Italian friend.
2: That's interesting because they speak Sicilian in this movie, not Italian. Well, I,
1: Conrad. Conrad it's true. I was really proud of myself. Yes, I was very excited. I
2: thought it was Sicilian. Yes, it
1: is Sicilian. Let I me don't double guess. check. <laughs> Drinking in Sicilian.
2: It's more dialect.
1: Okay. well, there we go. So
2: dialectically different if you will
1: i thought it was pretty good it was
2: fantastico are you kidding
1: me que con, tera con gusto, gusto. <laughs> i think it's fabulous anyway <clears throat> today's drink we are just having some good old-fashioned wine from francis ford coppola, coppola our wine. director shall we taste it have you already because it's cabernet
2: i mean i've had coppola wine before
1: 1974 is when this movie came out, just two years after our original Very Godfather quick. that we just uh, covered last week. They used to
2: churn movies out. I feel like yeah, movies nowadays did. are like, I've been working on the script for 32 years, and then yes. we filmed it for eight, and we edited it for four.
1: Well, think about just like, what was it, Avatar took 10 years to bring out the second one?
2: Longer than that. I think yeah. it's... Was-
1: that's insane, and when, yeah. oh, you know, what churned it out, in a, and it was fantastic was Lord of the Rings that trilogy. It was each December.
2: Yeah, but they had planned that. Didn't they yeah, film it all together it as one? Yeah, but that's what it should be. I'm
1: sure that they, yeah, they didn't do that with yeah. this one because they weren't completely sure. All yeah. right, the events of 1974. First. Richard Nixon becomes the first U.S. president forced to resign after the Watergate mm. scandal, which we will cover I'm in another not movie. I'm criminal. Coming up. Yeah. Yes, we will. President Gerald Ford ended up giving him an unconditional pardon. We also had Rumble in the Jungle. Do you know what that is? Yes. It was the big boxing match. Oh. Between an undefeated heavyweight champion George Foreman and a little newcomer named Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Ali. It was attended by sixty thousand people, and it was one of the most watched televised events of the time. And Ali won by a knockout in the eighth round. There was also a little unknown author named Stephen King. Never heard of him. He was only twenty-six years old and published his first novel, Carrie. Also the Sears Tower in Chicago became the world's tallest building in 1974. Oh. Films, we got some good ones that year. Uh Mel Brooks became pretty popular this year, not became but continued his popularity with Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. Mm-hmm.
2: Young Frankenstein one, is one of, of my favorites. the best. Oh my
1: god, Maybe so ever. good. Murder on the Orient Express, mm-hmm. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Never seen it. The Great Gatsby and Chinatown, which Mm. is on our list, fantastic. She's
2: my mother. She's my sister. Oh,
1: I was like, what about your mom? She's my mother. She's my sister. sister. Yes, she's my mother. She's my sister. Have you seen it?
2: No, No, I've only seen that.
1: that. (laughs) Uh, Books we've got: Where the Sidewalk Ends by Shel Silverstein. You've read Mm. that. Mm -hmm. Everyone has. Helter Skelter: The True Story of the Manson Murders by Vincent Bugliosi. Bugliosi. Boogly. Jaws by Peter Benchley. Never heard of it. And All the President's Men uh-huh. by Carl Bernstein.
2: That's crazy that that book came out the same year like he was the impeached? same year. Yeah. He'd been working on that.
1: I guess so. He adap- well, I mean, he's the one who broke the story.
2: Oh, right. Okay. That so, yeah,
1: he, he knew what was going on. <clears throat> TV, we've got All in the Family, Sanford and Son, Chico and the Man... <laughs> The Jeffersons and MASH. Music. We have Get Ready to Sing. The Way We Were by Barbara Streisand. The Strayson. Way We Were. Come and Get Your Love by Red Bone.
2: Come and get Your Love.
1: Come and get your love. Come and get your love. Come and get your love now. b Banny and the Jets. Well, mm. Elton John. The Joker.
2: I'm a Joker.
1: I'm, I'm a smoker. smoker. I'm a Midnight Tooker uh, by Steve one. Miller Band and Waterloo by ABBA. Waterloo.
2: That's like the encore song from Mamma Mia.
1: Celebrities born that year. We've got Leonardo DiCaprio, Jimmy Fallon, Christian Bale, Sarah Paulson, Amy Adams, Walking Phoenix, Elizabeth Banks, and Seth Green. Remember Seth Green? Yeah. AFI lists. This is on five of them. First, we have the original list, where it was number 32. Say the same. On this one is number 32. It's like one of the only
2: ones that never moved.
1: I know. Villains, (laughs) number 11 on the Villains. You know who Michael Corleone. Absolutely. Uh, Gangster, you want to guess where it is on the top 10 gangsters? Three. Why do you know that?
2: Because I would assume two is Goodfellas.
1: Why do you know that? That's really annoying. And you know one is obviously Godfather. Yeah. Oh, okay. Quotes. And I didn't write down what number. Keep it your
2: was. friends close, but your enemies closer.
1: Why do you know that, Connor? Because that's a famous line. Interesting. <laughs> uh, so keep your friends close. Keep your number enemies. 58. It was number 58. Okay. Yes. In the source material for this was still The Godfather, written by Mario Puzo. Mario Puzo. But the only part of it that was actually used in this movie was Vito Corleone's origin story. Yes. The cast included many people from the first movie. We have Al Pacino as Michael. This time, Robert De Niro as a young Vito Corleone. Robert Duvall, Tom Hagen... Diane Keaton was Kay. John Cazale was Fredo. Now, this is one thing that's really interesting about John Cazale. He was only in five films ever. Hmm. All of them had something to do with Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, or Francis Ford Coppola. This is the only one of those movies that had all three of them together. Okay, isn't that interesting? Sure. He's so good. Connie was Talia Shire. Hyman Roth was Lee Strasberg, who came out of retirement for this movie because he was Al Pacino's teacher. And then Frankie Pentangeli. Pentangeli? Pentangeli? What? Pentangeli? Pentaglia? No, it was P-E-N-T-A-N-G-E-L-I.
2: Pentageli.
1: Pentangeli. Frankie Pentangeli. All right. And my apologies. It was John Cazale. Thank you for pointing that out, Conrad. So Frankie Pintangele, he was played by Michael Vigazzo. Of course, this was directed by Francis Ford Coppola, who did not want to direct this. Right. Um, after his experience on the first one, where he was constantly like threatened to being fired, he wanted Martin Scorsese to do this. But Martin Scorsese was like, no, not going to happen.
2: I thought the studios didn't want that.
1: Uh, Martin Scorsese didn't want it. Mm. But the studio also really wanted him and basically said, you can have whatever you want on this one because Why? of the success well, of The Godfather. Well, that was one
2: of the reasons he did it. He was like, yeah, I'm not going to do full... it. You will have no say. Mm-hmm. You will not look at this script. You will not tell me what to do. Yeah. You will not tell me who to cast. You will not tell me how to name this, although they didn't want to name it Godfather Part Two, Really? Yeah, the studio pushed back on it because they... F- huh. It was like the very first part two, yeah, 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 yeah. Movie called Part Two, Part Two, and now you know everything's Part Two, Part Three, Part Four. You know,
1: yeah. Screenwriters, just like the first one, Francis Ford Coppola, Mario Puzo. The music was by the same person, Nino Rota, and the cinematography was Gordon Willis and uh well and it was based on that
2: no well and Francis Ford Coppola's father he won an academy award for the score for the music
1: movie. you are correct my apologies <clears throat> again
2: you said you did the you research or i did I the research i did okay. the research <laughs> okay. this comes wondering.
1: in at 3 hours <laughs> and 22 we did the research mm. isn't oh, that oh, wonderful cuz oh. we have the godfather family the common sense me no so the length was 3 hours 22 minutes It it kind of felt long. This one kind of felt long. Really? I'll get into it. Well, it was like 30 minutes longer Mm. than The Godfather. Mm -mm. Common Sense Media rates it a 16 plus. I get that. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 96% for critics, 97% for audience. The consensus was... Drawing on strong performances by Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, Coppola's continuation of Mario Puzo's Mafia saga set new standards for sequels that have yet to be matched or broken. That was the consensus. I don't know that I totally agree with that, about it not being matched or broken. I think there have been many sequels that have come out since that have been just as good, if not better, than the original.
2: Uh, two Towers.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly um, what I was thinking. And of. Star Wars Empire Strikes Back is better Strikes than the back. original. Yeah. There have been a few. <laughs> Vincent Canby with the New York Times back in 2003 said, It's a second movie made largely out of the bits and pieces of Mr. Puzo's novel that didn't fit into the first. It's a Frankenstein's monster stitched together from leftover parts. It talks, it moves and fits and starts, but it has no mind of its own. You're sitting there nodding. Do you agree you know, with this? Uh,
2: to not as harshly, that's okay. a little harsh. Yeah, but there is truth in that. Half of this movie is pulled from stuff that was not included in the original movie.
1: That is very true.
2: And that and that part, I think, is is fair.
1: Are you talking also, about Vito's
2: the Vito backstory that was kind but of? But that like was straight from the Godfather. The, that's what I'm saying.
1: Oh, it's stuff that was in the
2: book right, that didn't make that they the didn't first movie. So into, they're like, oh, basically. okay, well, let's take this leftover stuff and put it in this. Even I though I love that, I think, are we going to get into impressions? Oh,
1: or yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get into impressions. Now,
2: or do you have more to say?
1: I was going to say the awards and other actors. Oh, got considered. it. Let's go into the awards and okay. I'll,
2: I'll talk. I'll I'll circle back to this on okay. kind of my impression.
1: Uh, other actors considered for roles, Joe Pesci was considered for the young Clemenza. Hyman Roth, Elia Kazan, James Cagney, and Peter Sellers, which I find interesting. Merle Johnson, who was the guy that Connie was going to marry. Right. Poor guy. Who was actually Troy Donahue, <laughs> whose real name is Merle Johnson. Merle Johnson uh, was offered to Sonny Bono. So I Ew. assume they named the character that because Tony Don- or Troy Donahue was doing it. Got Obviously, it. there's no way that coincidence happened. Right. Awards. It was nominated for eleven, but it won six. Some of these, I do think, were awarded because they were not awarded for the first one. Interesting. Okay. We always have those. Uh, Best picture.
2: What, that what didn't were the win other? For the first one. No, I didn't. cabaret won. That's right. <clears throat> what were the other movies nominated?
1: The other nominees were Chinatown. Which is fantastic. The Mm -hmm. Conversation, Lenny and the Towering Inferno. It was the first sequel to ever win. Do you know what the second one was?
2: I would assume Lord of the Rings, right?
1: It was number three, Return of the King. Yeah. Best Supporting Actor, Robert De Niro won. He He was one of only eight actors to win for a role primarily in a language other than English. So only eight actors or mm-hmm. total have won. Uh, he only spoke 17 words of English in this entire film. That's it. And he was mm-hmm. only in it for 46 minutes.
2: I'm going to make a mouth he don't refuse.
1: That's a great impression. <laughs> then there was... Um,
2: did you know that there are three sets of actors... Okay. ...who have won Academy Awards uh-huh. for playing the same character uh-huh in different movies
1: okay i feel like one
2: of them uh, is this right robert de niro right, and marlon brando right there are two sets of well
1: movies. no because i don't hold on i want to say queen elizabeth is one of them nope no
2: one was pretty recent That's... the second person who won for the same Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: yeah 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 okay what is it you're gonna just have to tell me
2: ariana DeBose. Oh, Chira hello, Rivera. and
1: Cheetah Re- Yes, okay, okay, for West Side Story. Uh,
2: Heath Ledger and Joaquin of Phoenix. Of course. For Joker.
1: For Joker. Those are both, like, recent. Mm-hmm. Okay, Best Director won, Best Art Direction, Set Direction, Best Music. Even though, I mean, well, that's kind of weird because the previous year, it did, or the previous uh, movie did not win Best Music because they took so much from Fortunella.
2: Right. Well, I watched a... Um a commentary by Francis Ford Coppola who mm-hmm. talked about the music and mm-hmm. like the um, the little play that they see is written by his father. Um, oh, okay, the, okay. The, you yeah, know, yeah, when, yeah. when young Vito and right. watch that little play, the choir song was arranged by his father. Like there was a lot of stuff that his father actually did create for this movie.
1: Okay, okay. I'm still surprised by it just because they usually judge the music as a whole. Right. and if anything is they don't allow it i see what you're saying uh, best adapted screenplay which i found out they will always a sequel will always be nominated for best adapted it will never be nominated for original because it is adapted from that first mm. characters that and storylines are taken from the first i had never heard that I before that but that sense. makes sense yeah. nominations uh al pacino was nominated for best actor but lost to art carney for harry and tonto Best Supporting Actor, obviously, it was Michael Vigazzo and Lee Strasberg, both lost to Robert De Niro. I'm totally Which fine
2: Which one with is that. Michael Vigazzo?
1: He was Pentangeli. Pentageli. <laughs> Pentageli. Pentageli. Pentageli.
2: Pentageli.
1: Pentageli. Bartolini.
2: <laughs> Ditalini.
1: Ditalini. Bartali. Best Costume Design, lost to The Great Gatsby. I'm okay with that as well. First Impressions. Conrad.
2: So I originally saw this the same day I saw The Godfather back in college because mm-hmm. I decided one day I'm just going to watch them all. going to watch them all. Yep. Which, you know, nine hours later. That's
1: I was going to say, that's a lot. <laughs> nine ten
2: hours later, I regretted my choice that day because it was oh, just so long.
1: Especially on the third <clears throat> one. That's a terrible
2: moment. Um, I will say I don't like this one as much as the first. Okay. Um... It might have been because I was you can cut you this part really out. You were really tired. I was so tired. Yes. And so I was a little confused as to kind of like what was going on for a second, but I also was confused a little bit by the last one because there's so many characters on the Right. T- it yes. takes me a second. Yes. I right? know like I know Ro- no Rhodes Scholar here. Okay. I'm not winning <laughs> any Nobel Prizes anytime soon. <laughs> right. Um But I will say I had a problem with both. Storylines meshing together. Okay. And what I felt not really being fleshed out on either side. I think a backstory, a prequel sequel, mm-hmm. would have been amazing.
1: Okay. Like more completely fleshed two out, separate com- movies. Just
2: two separate movies.
1: Where we dive deeper um, into both stories. Yeah.
2: Like spending more time as... It, you know, as a kid in Sicily, what was that like more? Mm-hmm. What was this brother like before he got shot? You know, why did right. his father get murdered? Um, you know, I fleshing could out see kind that of first that. first
1: one being a little more fleshed. You
2: know, that real transition from him, you know, stealing a rug to all of a sudden he's like
1: yeah. someone to be afraid of. Like, right. okay,
2: that's just a bit of a a jump for me, and I just okay. wish those in betweens were a little bit more fleshed out. And I understand you don't have time because it's already th- a three and a half hour movie. Mm-hmm. And w- what I what I also felt were like the the storyline of the, of the new, you know, the continuation of Michael Corleone's story, right? Was kind of similar to the first. It's y- you run mm-hmm. into an adversary that's bigger than you. Mm -hmm. and, like, you kill them to move forward.
1: (laughs) See, I guess with this one... With different, like,
2: nuances, but, like...
1: Yeah, but we didn't really see that as... I don't think I would have put him on the villain list in the first one, but definitely in this one. See,
2: I don't see he's any more of a villain in this one than the last.
1: I, I, I think, like, until that last, that final shot, honestly, I felt like he was not i felt like he wasn't he hadn't gone all the way and then by the end of it he had gone on to full on double
2: murder in the restaurant
1: (laughs) no because i understood that that was kind of avenging for his father that was you know getting revenge for himself i understood that and he was so i for whatever reason i was totally behind that one you know what this one seemed much more ruthless much more ruthless, yeah. Michael, especially when you see his marriage with Kay.
2: That part was was Ooh. like, yeah, you think I'm gonna let that happen? Oh girl, Do you know the that lengths slap I will go to out of to make that not happen. Yeah, that slap happened, but man,
1: that was not a light, sexy punch at all. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, no.
2: I think what saved this movie for me mm-hmm. is the acting in it. It's just like everyone's like so believable in it, yes. Um, and that to me is what's like really fascinating about this,
1: yeah. I loved, I mean, Hyman Roth being such a major part of it, other than his name being Hyman. Hyman. I know, which I
2: had a real like, there's a lot of names out there, man.
1: (laughs) Why Why are you gonna choose choose Hyman? Okay, well, I love this movie. I love it even more than the first. You do. I really do. I love it. And honestly, the reason I think, like what you're saying about the acting, I think the reason I loved it so much is the backstory of *Vita Corleone. That's what I loved. And Robert De Niro, I thought this is one of the best things he ever did. I love, love, loved it.
2: I don't disagree. I thought the the scenes that you see in that backstory are great. I just don't. I just wish it had been separated. Yeah, I. I I think a prequel story, like a a true prequel story, would have been incredible. I do agree that. I mean, I would love to see
1: a good prequel of that. I would have loved that. So this almost didn't get made because Al Pacino like started becoming kind of big. And he was like, uh, no, all these rewrites need to happen. He says it's because he knew Coppola could do better. Right.
2: And Coppola says that.
1: And he admits, yeah, I could have done better and stuff. Still a little bit like, dude, you're being hired to do this. Also, the word mafia was not allowed in the first movie, but it was said three times in this one. And
2: uh, Cosa Nostra.
1: How many times was that said in this one?
2: Uh, I mean, I remember at least once, but I think it was only maybe only once, you know?
1: So let's take a break right now, and we are going to introduce a brand new guest that we've never had before. We'll be right back. And we're back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Let's introduce our guest. This is a third timer. This is very, I know, Nicholas Lonnie. I'm back. Hello, Nick. How are you doing?
3: I'm well. How are you?
1: I am doing great. Thank you. Okay. Nick, when did you first see this movie?
3: I was like 13 or something like that. It was a long time ago.
1: And you watched it again before this? No. Nick, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Of course you did <laughs>
2: this was only the second time you've seen this probably yeah
1: but you did watch it
2: i did I, okay, okay. <laughs> he actually stayed awake for this one
1: okay <laughs> yes i was like and we have no guest,
2: so there we go. No, I, I watched
1: it. You did watch it. Yeah. Okay, okay. And now... I remember enjoying it the first time. Did you enjoy it the second time? Very much so. Did you... You watched The Godfather, I assume. Correct. And did you enjoy it more than The Godfather? Or do you prefer the, the original?
3: I prefer the original because okay. it's the original. Like, okay. It was... That's a, a masterpiece.
1: I agree with that. I'm, I agree.
3: I also think... That The Godfather Part Two is stunning and a masterpiece. It's just a different movie, right? This is true. It's a comp- and like I understand other people's criticisms maybe of it, but personally I think it's just
1: mm-hmm. fantastic. Like
3: It's amazing. It- incredibly or it's incredible that Francis Ford Coppola did not even really want to make yeah. the movie. Yeah. Right? So and then he did it. Yeah um so i i also think that a little bit of the rawness was taken back because it's not a new story right it's It's a continuation of a story yes
1: Um, yes but yeah there were certain things they definitely were not going to be able to recreate like that rawness coming into it and all of that because it was a sequel Mm -hmm. so there are some things Mm -hmm. they just can't um but yeah i i love this movie yeah the huge. addition
3: of De Niro is it's
1: huge it's, it, that's what did it for me honestly
3: incredible like Conrad said earlier like capital A acting across the board yes everyone was chewing their scenery like oh, yes. I mean they
1: they were you can tell every bit of it
3: that there is a lot put into this I mean obviously I miss Brando because he's a legend and right you know uh James
2: Caan Oh. as well
1: we did get to see it at the end which was really mm, not brando but because well, he know, didn't they were, show up
2: uh coppola was trying to get him yeah. he was negotiating I up until the this. very day before they yeah. shot that scene yeah. for and him then to he try had make to make rewrite one. it yeah yeah and he wrote uh, it and as a surprise party
3: that's not surprising brando was like no
1: not at all just a very
3: reluctant person i'm almost a little mad at both of you actually
1: why?
0: Because
3: maybe I should have done The Godfather as well. Oh,
2: well, you can take that oh, up with my
1: father. Yes. All right, let's do a breakdown <laughs> of the movie, you guys. All right. So I split this into two, just like the movie feels like two different movies the whole time because they are not really linked together, these stories at all. They okay. are not linked Why together. Why does not
2: depend on the other?
1: Absolutely. It's
3: a continuation of Michael's story, yes. obviously.
1: Yes, And then we just get Vito's background. Like that's... Correct. I mean again his origin story and even
3: like to the extent where it doesn't necessarily the the, the focus of that story isn't like for us to understand Vito. Right. Right. You know no, because it is not. we are not engaging with him at all. He's dead. Right. In the second movie.
1: So it's just like This is very true but this kind of i I like that it just kind of gives a history of the family we see where this all started and where it came from right because his father was not part of the mafia his father was killed by don by the mafia don uh but he he was not
2: but why was he killed again he insulted the mob Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, like, it said was something sem- against it. Yeah, something.
1: it was completely separate from this. So this is how we see Vito get into this way of life. So I did appreciate that background quite a bit. So this starts in 19... Well, Vito's story starts in 1901 when his entire family is killed. And he's just nine years old. So they were the Andolinis back then. And Don Ciccio wanted Vito killed as well because he knew he would grow up and want to revenge his family's killer, right? Um, can we talk about that? It's a spoiler alert, everyone. His mother being blown away. Yeah,
2: that was pretty shocking.
1: Holy crap. Oh, God. yeah. And she like, went halfway across that
3: field. Exactly. Like, I was just about to say that. Like she, like they, like shot her like close range,
2: like in the like, stomach. Wh-
1: yeah. Oh my god.
2: Um. You know what's interesting about that scene? Hmm. You know when he comes back to a uh, to avenge his father's mm-hmm. death, right? There's this huge cactus tree in front of the oh, the wow. house, and it's, right. And it's supposed to be what twenty years later, right? They filmed that scene first and then they cut that cactus down oh, to then no. film it from the, like when it was young isn't that so sad
1: that is a little sad but yeah. also like what else are you supposed to do I don't know. oh that is a little sad so Vito got away i mean they talk about oh look he's really dumb and he's not gonna <laughs> do anything like
3: I poor kid a little strangely written because we're like, is he a mute or is he, you know?
1: I, I mean, yeah, I like, think. He doesn't that, speak. Right. Yeah, I just I think, think it was that like, he was. Trauma. Just, I'm sure that's You're a huge holy. part. But back then, they don't know what, like, oh my gosh, he's had so much trauma in his life. He's not, like, they're not going to think about that. They're just like, he's not doing anything. He's dumb.
3: Correct. But like. Sam, I mean. It's sad. I mean at first, we're really, like, because he was quiet at first, but his dad just died. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then he just got. And then super his brother
1: close. is killed at the funeral, and then his mom is like, "Don't hurt him! Don't hurt him!" And then she's killed. And poor Vito, I mean, he has the sense to start running. He's not that dumb. Right, in
3: these nice people.
1: Yes, who get him, on who get get him away? Oh, and that
2: little donkey.
1: Sweet little donkey. Um, that
2: the when they come across his brother, and he's like in that. Yes. That position. Yes. That he he actually recreated that from a photo he had seen of a real oh. child that was murdered back in Sicily.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, so Vito gets out of Sicily. He gets on a boat to NYC and right. then he's registered as Vito Corleone. That is where he was C- from. C- was Corleone Sicily? Now you remember when the man marked him with an X and a circle? Mm-hmm. That was to mark him. That so the inspector believed that he was either mentally or physically ill.
3: Right, but they said he had he had, smallpox, he had smallpox. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: he had smallpox. But there's, I don't know. I mean, they weren't really checking him for that then. Also, I think they, they thought ch- he had a mental What are they their defect.
2: eyelids for? I
1: don't know. I guess like you see the. I mean I'm sure that there's some sort of sign of something in the eyelids like there's red or you know dots or something if it's or smallpox. Like malaria worms maybe I don't know or like maybe like what makes your
2: eyes yellow malaria jaundice jaundice, jaundice. but mm-hmm. what do you get jaundice from malaria liver yeah it's a liver thing
1: mm. yeah okay. so we fast forward to 1917 he's married to Carmela mm-hmm. Which I thought that was really wonderful. And they have their first child, Sonny. Now, because of Don Fanucci, who runs Fredo. the neighborhood. neighborhood.
3: No, I I thought it was Fredo as well. It's actually Sonny. Sonny's
2: the oldest. Oh, you told me Fredo.
1: Oh, no, Sonny's the oldest. And then Fredo, who gets pneumonia, which I think explains a lot about him, like being... Just kind of maybe a little sickly. Yeah, Coming I up. mean, he
3: definitely was the, the runt lame, of the th- Yeah, the runt, the lame dog.
1: Yeah. Oh, poor thing. So he lives. So uh, mm-hmm. Vito loses his job because of Don Finucci, and he lives next door to Peter Clemenza, the one who, in The Godfather, told them to leave the gun, take the cannolis. Vito or Clemenza asks him to hide a bag of guns, right? Right. So then the Corleones have three more children. Mm -hmm. They've got Fredo, who is next, Michael and Connie. Again, we see that Fredo had pneumonia as a child. Vito and and his friend Clemenza, along with their friend uh, Salvatore Tessio, they make money stealing goods and reselling them door to door. John Finucci gets word of this and decides to extort them.
2: Finucci looked like a mobster from Dick Tracy. It was like almost like comic It was like, almost, like yeah, it was almost a like,
1: caricature. Like a of, little
2: mustache. Right. Mm-hmm. Like It was like almost comic.
3: Yeah, could
1: totally. It was like a yeah.
3: cool visual too because he's like up against. It's so contrast.
1: Yeah. All these so, muted yes. tones and this like, like drab, stark white. Yeah. Like this drab I kind of setting. loved that. So, I loved this part where Vito decides that he's going to take care of this. You know, don't worry, guys. I'm going to take care of it, and tries to convince Don Finucci to take a smaller amount of money. So Finucci makes it very clear he is not butching, but there seems to be this weird respect for Vito that he tried. You know. So then Finucci joins. There's a festa in progress, it's big celebration. Vito grabs a gun from, you know, nice and hidden behind, like, a chimney or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he goes to uh, Fanucci's apartment, which he lived... I mean, I found it kind of interesting. He really did live in that neighborhood. Like, the neighborhood that he was over, he lived in some apartments that I thought, you know, you expected Don to live in, like, a much fancier place. But it was like he was... In the neighborhood. Right? I mean, I yeah, thought it was like no, pretty like, shabby yeah, where I he think, was living. You no, know,
2: I think some of the, part of the, the storyline here is that you go from kind of like neighborhood boss, mob boss, right? To then. You
1: reporting know, to a head that is a take couple on more blocks. gambling, right.
2: And then yeah. you take on he judges like he was in a
1: big old house, you
2: know. And then you take on senators, and then you're co- incorporated, you kind of build and it your... just kind of keeps growing and growing and growing. Right. It has to start somewhere in this like tiny little. Well,
3: he like was know, local the elections. black hand,
1: right. yeah, which is just
3: way. an extortion, right?
1: And we talked. I had a question about that because you talked about the black hand and the Godfather. Right. Is mm-hmm. this all like that's the, the same? That was just the symbolism of it. The well,
2: beginning of the mob organ, of the mob That was the crime. beginning. It's an extortion. Right. Okay, and
1: then okay. it
3: expanded into things like narcotics, prostitution, gambling, yes. yes,
1: racketeering, yes. So Vito shows up at Finucci's apartment and shoots him to death. It's awesome. I loved
2: it. I love the whole, like, you know, the suspense of, like, when he undid the the light bulb. (gasps) Yes. And then you see and he realizes that the light bulb is out. And you're like, oh, shit. He's he's got him. He knows he's going to pull out a gun and try and shoot him or something like that.
3: Similar to, I felt a sort of, like, holding my breath Mm -hmm. during that scene.
1: (laughs) I loved the like the cinematography of it where you just see the light starting to like shine on Robert De Niro. Like going back and forth. You know, kind of like Psycho with that swinging lamp Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. stuff. It's just like, it shades him or lights him up just enough. It
3: builds like a a suspenseful mood. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Because you know, and maybe we all secretly feel that De Niro is correct. And... Blowing Finucci away,
1: I absolutely felt that way.
3: Finucci was a dick, such a
1: dick. Well,
2: it's interesting because you know, who's to say that Vito wasn't a dick to those who didn't pay him?
1: You see what I'm saying? Like I feel like he was weirdly fair. Right. The only
3: thing about Vito that we really kind of learn Mm -hmm. in this story is that he had a very terrible, rough start. Yes. Makes it to America on his own. Yes. He is an orphan. Yes. Speaks no English. Probably mm-hmm. has no education. Mm-hmm. And, you know, flash forward, he's turned into somewhat. Yeah. Of a human being, productive member of society in the sense that, like, you know, he made something of himself. Yeah. Against all odds, right? Yeah. And then it just switches. Mm-hmm. He decides to take on a life of crime.
1: Yes. I think as honestly in that situation, their your options are extremely limited.
3: You know Correct. It's not like he was rich, but and you know, another mouth to feed comes along and yeah. you know, they're Catholic, they just have kids like yes, all mm-hmm. the time. So, um I get it. There's just no real bridge to me.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. You know I mean, it's it's a story that's on fast forward, it feels. You know, it hits the main yeah. points the of it. The pacing
3: of his story is a little quick. It's
1: very quick. Yeah. So. I mean, because he's only in, what was it, 43 minutes of the film? Something yeah. like that.
2: Yeah, I, It could, because, and, and when you think, okay, 43 minutes, mm-hmm. if you just double that, an, a movie, an hour and a half movie about yes. that would be, like, It would be incredible. I yeah. completely,
1: and I would have loved yeah. to see more of robert de niro for sure in that role so he becomes after he kills the don he becomes very well respected in this community and i loved seeing things like the man offering him you know food and he's like no 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 i cannot take it i cannot take it like he just seems to have this moral code and he's not going to take anything that he doesn't feel he deserves and he's not going to ask for more than he feels he deserves. Like we see in the first one where he's like, we're not going to kill him. Your daughter's still alive. That's not justice, you know? Right. He's very f- weirdly fair about things.
3: Yeah, I think that's the most fascinating thing about yes. this character is that even when he was the Don and ordering hits on people, mm-hmm. like some very ethically... In morally dubious yeah. situations, right? He never came across as like grubby never, or greedy. Ruthless. Or he ruth- never
1: came across as ruthless to me. I don't know what... Michael in this movie was ruthless. But I, I did not feel that ever with Vito.
2: There was a horse head in a bed in the first movie. <laughs>
1: right, but that was... We're not someone else. He just said, "Look, this is what needs to happen." That was
3: a warning sign.
2: I'm just saying, like, you. It's like I the Dexter. Think... It's like Dexter Complex, right? Yes. We rooted for Dexter because yes. he it's had a moral, it was a moral code, right? But at the end of the day, he is a serial killer. This is true. He might. This guy might have a moral code, but he is a mobster. He murders. He yes, breaks he the law hits, on all of that stuff. All yes. of that kind of stuff. So we have to like. I right.
1: mean. But it's just like with Dexter—he killed people who got—I love the first five seasons. He killed people (laughs) that, I mean, kind of deserved. Who escaped justice, right? And he—he, so he had that moral code, right? That's how I feel with Vito. Vito, Like I'm not terribly upset with
3: the people he took. A rash hothead.
1: No, Sonny was, Sunny a, hothead. was a hothead. Yes.
3: Vito was not Michael. The it ironic. A thing, well, no, the ironic <laughs> thing about Michael, especially in this movie, right? We meet Michael in the first movie, who's explaining his family to Kay Adams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not like that man. Yep. We meet Vito shortly after. Mm-hmm. And he's somewhat benevolent.
1: I find him delightful.
3: <laughs> right. He's giving favors out on the day of his daughter's wedding. Yes. He is a traditional family man. Yes. There's a lot that and and he's level-headed. Yes. I get a chuckle when he was like, "Oh, you're asking me to do murder for money." And I'm like, "Well, you do."
1: Yes. Yeah. You know, there's a little there's bit a of a, some there's mental a
3: gymnastics.
1: Code. And I feel like in this there movie, we that see that, that at very the beginning. Se- from the yes. very beginning, we see he's that. Code. very
3: serious from the very beginning. But the interesting thing about Michael is that we see this reluctant young yes. man to yes. get into this family business. And he's clearly the favorite son. Yes. You know? Yes. He gets into the family business. The second part... Part two, we see this man go from like somewhat of an innocent, yes, to
1: ruthless, ru-
3: ruthless, and I I can't even
1: un
2: unrecognizable almost. Yes,
1: I I complete. You don't agree with this, Conrad? I
2: yeah, I I I just um. Just because we didn't see the ruthless side of Vito Corleone, you cannot become a head of one of the five families without being ruthless. That is a fact. You just can't. And just because we haven't seen it in that movie, you can't ignore what I got him to that level. How do you level? know you
3: can't? I think there's because a, a level I'm of a
2: member of a the done. sixth family. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: great i'm I'm
3: getting whacked
1: you're totally getting you're gonna have ella's head in your bed a sweet baby although yeah i got something on you (laughs) 20 million dollars
3: (laughs) oh so but like conrad i disagree i don't think don vito corleone is at the top of the food chain based on purely ruthlessness at all i think he is an amazing judge of character yes and he's got some intelligence
1: once he gets rid of don (laughs) once he gets rid of don Finucci, he becomes well respected in the community it's here that he decides to trade in his services for favors. Mm -hmm. That's when we first kind of see that, which is kind of awesome. So in 1923, Vito visits Sicily with -hmm. his family in an effort to ask Don Ciccio Mm -hmm. for his blessing in their oil business, right? Olive oil business. So Vito goes to visit him, reveals that his father was Andolini and then stabs the Don. Not ruthless at all. I don't blame him at all for this Conrad, after he sees his I, mom you, blown away and his brother killed and, and his, his little father brother, killed no Conrad, you and
3: I spoke about this last night I said would you do the same thing and he goes no and I said I absolutely would
0: oh
1: for sure I would you're
3: gonna commit murder no you're not yeah let's kill the man that killed my father
1: my father my brother and my mother in front of me um we done yes i can get away with it oh my gosh guba
3: i wonder if quentin tarantino took this for kill bill like where they uh, all show up and kill yes (laughs) her whole family at a wedding yes
1: that was i mean and then she spends the entire movie like getting back I think that if, you're, if you were orphaned, your this is also a different time, your sisters, your mother, and your father were all killed in front of you. I think you'd be a little angry. Of course. I think that you could I possibly I, gut And, and what
2: did I tell you last night? I said, no, I wouldn't murder someone. I don't know why that's a, a controversial opinion <laughs> that I would not murder someone.
1: This is the second movie where I've said I would murder someone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, good. This is going to get me in trouble. All right, so he literally, like, guts him. Like, goes yeah, full on scream uh, on him. Like, pretty, from bottom to top. And it was kind of like... I, I,
3: I mean, mean, it was terrible. Uh, it was The so, effects it, were a little, like... I was like, oh. It was
1: we, ridiculous.
3: like,
2: that's it? <laughs> yeah, it was It was ridiculous. a very, uh... My name is... Uh, and you go, Montoya, <laughs> you, you go
1: killed my father. father. <laughs> Prepare to die. So he has and now this avenged. this is for you. Yes. Oh, God, I love it. So he has now avenged his family. Mm-hmm. And he was also, I did not notice this, but read it later. He was wearing a smaller version of Marlon Brando's prosthetic oh, in that final scene. That's nice. Okay. thought there was a little, I wish I had noticed it. Um, I don't know what the point is of wearing it when people don't notice it, but maybe if I paid more attention, I guess. Maybe
3: other people noticed it. Maybe
1: other people have.
3: Maybe you're the only person who didn't notice it.
1: Well, I don't think y'all noticed it either. Oh, I
3: absolutely
2: noticed no, you it. I not. noticed
1: it first. Nicholas, no. stop it. No. Don't I
2: paused her. the movie and was like, in, hey, did you see And he said, yeah, I saw In fact, and then we sit I, and I had play something again.
3: to do with uh, convincing Robert De Niro to wear it. Did you? Yes.
1: That I believe. <laughs> yes. That... I believe. So, okay. <laughs> Fun Good fact, job. I
3: have engaged with this film before. I was mm-hmm. part of the production.
1: I love it. I love it. So that wraps up Vito's. So your, Conrad, overall opinion is that this should have been like a separate movie Absolutely. And, and drawn out a little bit more. Yeah,
2: I think I think there's so much to play with. There's so many storylines to develop. Um, I can completely and see that. There, I, I was left... I guess, just wanting more. Yeah. So when I was left wanting more of that, I was like, well, okay, that should have just been its own thing.
1: I can totally understand that. Nick, what was your feeling on the whole Vito story? Do you feel the same way? It should have been its own separate? I, maybe
3: that could have been part three, to be honest.
1: That would have been much better maybe than what they answered really up doing. Part two could have just
3: been an extension an extension of Michael yeah. as it was, but like a fuller, Maybe. Yeah, you know, I think this film, all in all, is a great film. Mm -hmm. I like the way it was done. Um,
1: I like having those flashbacks. But yeah,
3: we can't tack another hour onto the movie. And I
1: mean, we could. (laughs) There are some that we've got four hours for Gone with the Wind and four hours for Lawrence of Arabia easily. Sometimes I just think that's a little
3: masturbatory.
1: That's only three hours.
3: To tell you the truth. What's aspiratory when movies go over three hours long? It is a little. Bit. I think. I think that
1: it can't be. I can. Yeah. I
3: Marvel movies when they're like five hours of
1: Captain that is Captain ridiculous. Marvel. I'm like, like, we don't. That's need-
2: blasphemous, and I think they could all be longer. Really? <laughs> Not really.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. You were the wrong person. Yeah, to but no. To answer your
3: question, I don't necessarily think it has to be its own movie. It
1: could be. Right. Okay.
2: Um, I like it the way it is. It was, great. It was a great... I love Okay, so I also think had there been a, a more like a closer tie to the backstory and the current mm-hmm. story, it would have been a little bit more interesting because a lot of times you do see this, uh, a movie that does flashbacks and back and forth and back and forth right. and kind of the actions of the past kind of directly, which I guess... Like a cause and effect. Yeah.
3: And that's, I guess, what I was kind of saying. It's like, Which I
2: guess this technically is.
1: Right, right, right,
3: right. But, like, Vito's whole family is killed by the mob in Sicily. Yeah. And he goes on to have relatively normal, if hard, life in an Italian slum in New York City. Yeah. And then just turns to crime. Yeah. Like, there's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, where's the cause and effect? Like, I agree with Conrad.
2: If it tied a little bit more in.
1: Yeah, it only ties in because right, it's his it's dad like and shows it was, where he came from. Like, if
2: it was someone that Vito, like, crossed, you know, if it was, like, you know, that landlord. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was the landlord's grandson that came back and killed Connie or something, okay. I don't know. Actually, the
3: landlord is, like, one little criticism I have for that film. Really? Yeah, I understand it illustrates the point that he is now trading money for favors with the the
1: locals. Yes.
3: Uh, That landlord was kind of comic. It was like Charlie Chaplin.
2: That that was the point. Well, you know, um, Coppola installed that door Uh on purpose as a trick door and would tell the actor, like, when you leave, just go. You have to go really quickly. And they had like some nail inserted in there that he couldn't open. Yeah. So that when the other guy went, he just pulled the nail out and opened the door to create that effect. That right. Was very intentional.
3: But I'm also talking about the way the uh, landlord looked. Okay. It was yeah, kind. It was like a that. little vaudeville. The giants of vaudeville. Well, this was.
1: I was going to say this was that time.
3: Right. I don't know. It just like everything else was so serious, and then uh-huh. I'm like,
1: oh. I kind of appreciated it. Only, I mean, just because I loved that gag with the door because right. it showed just how nervous he was. He couldn't even, right. like, open the door. So I did right. It just kind of, yet, you know, De accentuated like De Niro's, yeah. Like, um. Yeah, and how the community viewed him, yet he could, it also wasn't, com- like, he's viewed as this, you know, big wig, but then he can have a laugh at, like, what, I just think it well, showed really kind got, of a light really side of this. I'm really
3: glad there was some comic relief.
1: <laughs> I know because there is none in, in the rest this of this. Yeah, none. I did read that the woman who was getting kicked out of her apartment, I guess, uh, was maybe they right after this movie. No, <laughs> what they either this was written into the script and never said or never you know really expressed. She's supposed to be the grandmother of the woman that Sonny marries. I thought oh. was just like a weird little huh hmm. alright hmm. so let's take a break and then we're going to come back with Michael's story alright and we're back alright let's get into Michael's story the oh pathos, Michael pathos
3: pathos pathos my god thing.
1: now as I said Al Pacino is very difficult to work with on this film just a little bit one thing that really annoyed him is how long this film took so this took 104 days well and he was pissed off because serpico which was a huge one for him he, that he had done or just done took 19 days so he's like what the hell is going well, on he why really is this used it? a lot of production
2: in this?
3: He, he used, really that anger. used it Yeah, Michael was brooding. He He was brooding before, but like this is brooding with a vengeance.
1: Nothing compared to what happened here.
3: This is Weathering Heights.
1: Oh my gosh. So just like the first movie starts off with the wedding, this one starts off with First Communion, right? Mm -hmm. For Anthony. Mm -hmm. And just like in the first one, Vito meeting with people, Michael is meeting with people. Right. As is expected. As is expected. He's the Don. Yes. He is yes, that is exactly what's uh, The reluctant what's
3: Don, but the Don.
1: But I think he is has he really is slipped Don into now. it now? Yes, he's good at it. Yeah. I still don't
2: think. I think it was all still out of like for his family, not because he really enjoyed it. He only joined right? the mob in in avenging his father's death or his father's shooting. Right, it's the only reason that got him into it.
1: That's or else he
2: would not have.
1: Um, and
2: then he was making business deals legit business deals he even told kay hey you know what give me five, five years, years. and she's like legitimate. hey it's seven years and he's like i'm working on it and he was literally working on making these deals with with the the casinos listen y'all can shake your head and sigh, i disagree but let you me know make what? my point. okay
1: make your point and then i'm gonna counter you that's Go. fine
2: that's fine you'll be wrong but that's fine um <laughs> oh my God. um so, so it starts with him trying to make these business deals and he's going to use his connections to, like, make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. And it really turned when the attack was on him in his bedroom, where his wife was, mm-hmm. where his kids mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. And I think that really kind of set off another level of trying to protect his family, to get things done so that he can kind of like the more he tried to protect his family the more it unraveled right
1: here okay can I counter that
2: sure but do we not agree the more I, he tried to protect his family the more it unraveled
1: I see what you're saying but hold you know on who
2: else said that hmm. Francis Ford Coppola
1: interesting here I can totally get behind that but here's kind of what I take it as
3: may I interject for just one second <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola said that about his own family? No, about Michael. Okay. Thank you. That's all I need to (laughs) say.
1: So, so you have watched Breaking Bad. Correct. Greatest drama ever on TV. Never saw it. Uh, So, Conrad, (laughs) Walter White, I think he started with the best of intentions, Mm -hmm. and then he was in it and found that he liked that power. Different, that's how I look at Michael
2: different different storylines breaking bad one he started it out of out of a necessity to leave money for his family right 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 his family was never threatened directly it, it okay. was it was not out of you know it was literally a, a ploy to leave money for his family mm-hmm. for um his kids and and I agree he got drunk with power mm-hmm. For for Michael, I don't ever felt it was a a drunk for power. It was a play to, to always put family first.
3: I don't agree with that, and
2: that's fine.
3: I have the third point. Francis Ford Coppola what would disagree. What is your third point? Me. To don't Conrad's it. point, he the more he tries to protect his family, the more it unravels. Right. I think that's a separate point than what we're trying to make here. Michael, I think there's a lot more, uh, like pathos to this like michael is obviously the favorite boy always right always 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 moves through the whole first movie not wanting to be like his father Mm -hmm. ends up being exactly his father it's a slippery slope thing exactly his
2: father because his father apparently was not vicious but he is okay
1: yeah so not exactly his father we could uh, argue finished. about this all day. Go on, Nick.
3: What I'm saying is that, like, he joins the mob. Right. In an effort to avenge his father's shooting. Right. right? Slippery slope. Yes. Agreed. And before you know it, he's tumbled down this thing. He is reluctant, always has been. But now things are going his way. Yes. And he is reaping the benefits. Mm-hmm. of being in charge but to your point michael is complicated like he has always been a complex man oh yes and there's a duality to him yes he's promising Kay five years the family's legit we're out of this and you see there's efforts where he's like i'm gonna go settle this with Hyman roth right now mm-hmm. and then and then i'm done like i'm Packing the kids up and and came, you know, we're out of this lifestyle. Tom, you're gonna be the don, Mm -hmm. right? So we see that gets sucked right back in. Gets be here
1: in the third one. Just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Exactly.
3: Like he's. I don't think it's necessarily he's one track. It's not either. I'm trying to protect my family, or I want to be this like big mob boss and just like live this lifestyle mm-hmm. i think it's a combination of both and that's what makes michael corleone a very 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 interesting like cinema character in 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 cinema mm-hmm. right like it's a complex
2: character do you think he would have to y'all's point be so ruthless had that attack not happened on him as his, his family own, in his his bedroom
3: like uh, if he was attacked, maybe. like his father like at the grocery store right uh maybe no not at all i agree yeah, now that he is protecting his family but here's the thing conrad that's always been who michael has been right. that's always been who don Vito was that's
2: exactly my point though it's yeah, always been about his this. family Correct, but it's not the only thing.
1: I don't, yeah, I, I think don't that, I think, think that it's it purely driver. about his family. That is at the all. main
2: driver of why he chose the mob, why he's doing this, why he's trying to make deals with casinos, why he's trying to make deals with the Cuban government, why he's trying to make deals with Hyman Roth. All of that was to provide for his family to continue his father's legacy and I continue just, on and I, that's fine but we can move on
1: yes we're gonna have to move on because okay. I don't know why he's so angry that people have I'm not angry
2: so I'm staring angry at both of y'all rolling disagree. your eyes sighing shaking your head as if I have no valid point
1: oh my gosh what so is I'm gonna happening double down here?
2: and say what I have to say okay
1: I'm just Are saying and my, let's move on okay. I disagree with you That's and that's fine
2: <sighs> i'm gonna murder you all you
1: oh, Horses oh so heads. now you're gonna murder people y'all changed it's my mind
2: recorded. interesting yes recorded.
1: if something happens to i us recorded
2: erin saying she's gonna kill people almost every episode
1: not every episode <laughs> only ones where people are murdered calm down all right so at this this first communion where mm. we are still <laughs> we had frank pentageli mm. He is a Corleone leader, and he gets upset when he can't get to Michael immediately. He's feeling a little entitled here. And then when Michael refuses to defend his Bronx area and go against the Rosado brothers who work for Hyman Roth. Hyman Roth is a Jewish mob boss. And a business partner of Michael's. So, we, in this scene, we also meet Senator Pat Geary, who insults Italians and Corleones alike. That part
3: was, like,
1: oh, too
3: funny, almost. I'll,
1: I mean... Uh, it was, like,
2: what are you doing?
1: What are you doing? We all, we all
2: know... You're not gonna win this. No. But it's you fun are so that stupid. to think that you're going to, to what win What an arrogant asshole. But, I know. You know the, so, the role of Paglia Paglia Paganani was originally um Clemenza, Yes. And the actor could, would not they would not agree on terms. And so last minute they changed his whole story, his whole storyline. Yeah, so they Clemenza did not have to change the They didn't going have to change to any betray. of the script or any of the storyline. They just flipped it and made this character instead of Clemenza well, and remember, and very quickly was like, Oh well, you know, yeah, so sad Clemenza died.
1: Isn't it? Wasn't Clemenza the one who was the highest paid actor I think in the that's first what one? You said, yeah, yeah, that's what your dad oh, said. Oh, that's what my
2: dad said. That's yeah, right. he was
1: the highest paid, and yeah. so now it's like. Oh, and Marlon Brando was so stance. mad because he got screwed. Marlon Brando got screwed. Backed. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> so he wants more money in exchange for helping Michael. So he's totally. Oh, my God, he's so stupid, the senator. So he says, I want more money, basically, for obtaining the gambling license, right? Michael says, I love when he's like, uh, no, here's, here's, what I, here's my answer to you. Uh, basically, he says that Gary will not only help him get the licenses, but he will also front the bill. And we as the audience know that's exactly what's going to happen.
3: Gary, so naive.
1: So stupid. So I mean, sweet. Just,
3: really? Sweet dumb man.
1: Oh, God. Just terrible. No,
3: not sweet at all. I mean, he's like your oily, grease back hair. And, he you know. is.
1: He's, oh, good. He's such a politician. Uh, after this, that is when we get into Conrad's whole thing, that there is a failed assassination um, attempt at Michael's home, right that night, and his family is there. It's where he and his pregnant wife sleep. It's where his children play. So n- later, he tells Tom that he thinks the traitor is someone in the family. Oh God!
2: Thank I God. mean, because I paused it at that at, at that moment, and I was like, well, obviously. Because right when she was like, why are the drapes open? I was like, ooh, you better duck. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because, I mean, that's like 101, right? Mm-hmm. But you think, okay, well, he's on this compound. Right. At this point, he has like army galore. You oh, see yeah. all these people running around with he the has guns. He a lot of land. So all clearly there's a security breach. Clearly there's a mole or,
3: right. or a traitor or someone, someone on the inside. In. Mm-hmm. Michael's always right about his instincts.
1: Yes. He you has know, great instincts. And that's like,
3: I think that's part of like why I think Michael is this like duality, right? He is a natural born mob boss, but he's also the most reluctant natural born mm-hmm. mob boss, right? So okay. his instinct is good. Right. I always thought that um, when he dealt with, what's his face in the first one? Carlo?
2: Yes. Barzini? <laughs> Frenzy now, no. Car-
1: Carlo. Oh, Carlo. Carlo, yeah. Thinking that he had something to do with the hit oh, on oh, Sunny. Oh, oh, right, right, right. He is very right. Yeah, right. no, that's very true. Well, he suspects that Roth planned the hit, but he tells Roth that it he Course. suspects Pantagelli.
3: And Conrad and I had a long talk about that last night. Not a long talk, but we like we went over that, right? Like where we yeah. said to each other. Like, he's playing both sides of the fence. Oh, yeah. Because
2: he went to Hyman, said it was Pantagelli. He went, he went to Jelly, said so it was Hyman. So uh-huh. it was like, okay, well, who does he really think right. it and I is think then? The audience, it was a little confusing at that point to be like, okay, well, who is, he, who is he playing right
3: now? Oh, I just thought it was obvious that he was playing both sides of the fence. Because when you do that, you always come out on top. No matter what the outcome you know what I'm saying? He yep. had a plan B for, you know, both of them.
2: Well, and then when um, he was murdered, Pantageli, mm-hmm. they said, well, well he, we thought he was murdered. Yeah. Um, they said, this is for Michael Corleone. So right. then we think, then I thought, oh, yeah. Okay, well, maybe he but didn't really thought it was, was Pan. But it was, it was Hyman, and Hyman that
3: was saying, just a setup. Right.
1: That was a mm-hmm. setup. Right. And that was the Rosado brothers who...
2: Who did that? Who did that? Right.
1: right. So.
2: You think they intentionally didn't kill him?
1: No, I think they meant to kill him. Right. The
3: cop, remember the cop walked in? I
1: definitely think they meant right. to. That's true. Um. Yeah. So then there's this shootout with, because the cop walks in and completely disrupts it. And then they go out and there's this right. big shootout in the middle of the street in New York. So then we go over to Nevada, where our little Senator Geary is implicated in the death of a prostitute in a brothel that is run by Fredo.
3: Isn't it always? That? I mean, it's
1: always a prostitute. It is always... It, it,
3: some senator is always killing a prostitute, Constantly. it feels like, in this country. We <laughs>
1: can assume, I mean, obviously... Geary didn't do anything to this prostitute like obviously no that the, was a, a, a drug yes that was
3: well he said i woke up on the floor yes like, i don't know he has what happened no idea no. what
1: happens so yes so he def, he then accepts tom's offer to take care of everything <laughs> in return for um you know tom says i will take care of everything we will get your political support so then Roth and many partners, including Michael, travel to Havana, Ooba, which apparently there are big mop conventions. <laughs> we thought that and some no, like get hot. Th- and now we see it again. Right. But
3: all those other men other than Hyman and Michael sitting mm-hmm. at that table were like, Industrialists of the time, right? right? So, like, they were legit. They
1: were discussing people. like Cuban prospects. Like it was, no, yes. Right.
2: That was another confusing moment because I thought the same people that were at that round table with the president mm-hmm. were the same people having the cake afterwards with Hyman when he was dividing up. Right, 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 right I thought they were the same people. I was like, oh, okay. No, I don't that understand. Was- and that. Meeting with the Cuban president really did happen. He really did get a gold phone. Um, yeah, I read from that. The whatever tech company that was. Yeah,
1: there. yeah. Well, Michael's not totally on board right. with this whole thing because of the Cuban revolution that's right. happening. The guerrillas. Yes. So here's where he gets a little brilliant. Again, instincts are correct. He hmm. talks to Fredo. He mentions Hyman Roth. He mentions mentions Johnny Ola, mm-hmm. and who is Hi, Roth's right
3: hand man, Sicilian messenger boy. Yes, <laughs>
1: which, exactly. Which, that
3: line cracked me up. I was like, they are just so catty. They are, These mobsters—they are, are, like, are catty
1: little bitches, uh,
3: gossipy.
1: Well, so Fredo denies knowing them, and I mean, it's like the worst denial. It's like, terrible oh, liar, sweetheart. No. However, then they go to that club and he overhears Fredo just yapping away. It's kind of wild. I mean, I loved this scene. I I loved Michael's face, like just the Uh, confirmation. It's not even a realization. It's okay. I was hoping they'd show
2: more of Superman.
1: Show more Superman. Oh, oh, jeez. I can't deal with you. All right. Oh God. (laughs) So Yes, He's but like, Aaron Pacino's
3: yeah.
2: face, like I mean, oh my god! Yeah, he, it was his ability to convey emotions without saying anything with, is uh-huh. pretty crazy.
1: Out, yes, it that oh. You could tell he was broken hearted in that moment. No. You could tell. But um, don't you think he
2: suspected already? Oh,
1: he definitely right? suspected. Okay. Yeah, when he asked him about it, he knew exactly right. what the answer actually was. And he knew Fredo was lying to him. But now he has the complete truth and the you know, evidence right. to back it up. Right, quite like,
0: literally from mouth. Like, it's almost like with mouth. him,
1: yes. It's almost like with Fredo, this is my family, this is my family. I'm not gonna believe it right. completely. I'm not gonna do anything about it right. till I hear it. Right. And so he, Fredo's just like jammering on about how, I mean. oh, old Hyman Roth, you know, said he'd never come here, but Johnny Ola's here all the time. <laughs> like, dude, shut up. Yeah. So then we see... Michael's enforcer kills Johnny Ola with a hanger. a <laughs> which, wooden
3: hanger. Which a wooden hanger was one of the most beautifully shot scenes in that whole oh, movie. Oh, it was with that when curtain. The like curtain sh- billowed out, and his mm-hmm. uh, figure came out all black yes. against the white curtains. Mm-hmm. Chokes him, pulls him behind the curtain. Yep. Drops him. It was just a stunner of a shot. It
1: really was.
3: Like I, I can't believe I'm saying that about someone literally getting strangled oh, to was death beautiful. But it was beautiful it was very well done
1: well then uh, sorry he goes the same enforcer goes to kill Hyman Roth in his sleep but then is that killed enforcer is killed by Cuban soldiers
2: <laughs> yeah I also found it kind of strange because I had asked him you know I was talking to Nick about it last night like how did the president know he was going and why was that his last order to like Save him, I guess, because you said there were like those connections there, connected involved. I
1: assumed that he was being guarded and that this enforcer had gone gotten past the guards. That's what I had assumed. Well, but uh, there's no way Hyman Roth would have been on his. Remember, they
3: stormed right through the middle of that ballroom.
2: Yeah, it was at the New Year's party, and the the military men were running, and I guess they ran to the hospital. But yeah, to your to your point, Nick, what you said last night was that like Hyman Roth is. Very useful to the no. president of
1: yeah.
3: Cuba, who is about to advocate ab- ab- his position because the revolution is happening. Right. You know? Right. And, like, rightfully said, I mean, like, this man has a gold telephone. Yeah. And, like, you see, like, the other Cubans in the street and people are, like, poor. Yeah. Like,
2: I'm, you know. Yeah. So... Yeah, That whole scene of all the rich people running and fleeing on the boats and stuff like oh that, kind of crazy. Gosh.
1: Well, that's where, you know, before that, right before mm. that happens, Michael goes up to Fredo, Yeah. gives him that kiss. I know it was you, Fredo. That actually, you broke my heart. You broke my heart. So that fucking killed me. One of
3: my favorite lines I wrote down. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't know if we're at that part of the conversation yet, but both of my favorite lines are Michael speaking to Fredo yes mm. and it was I know it was you Fredo. you broke my heart yeah. and like oh. it was very um, and
1: he truly did it broke right. his heart
3: along with his facial expressions mm-hmm. Al Pacino can yell something Ooh, he's so explosive he can yell something mm-hmm. at somebody
1: and you're like yeah oh damn so, yeah, so they obviously leave Cuba separately. Fredo's like, I am not going with oh you. I no, know knows what's, what's going to he happen. He knows what's capable. So when he, when Michael gets home, Tom tells him that Kay had a miscarriage. And Michael's like, was it a boy? <sighs> and Tom's like, I mean, it's only three and a, was it a boy? Why can't you just? Like, we see him right. lose his shit and over that.
3: another favorite line. Uh-huh. Is when he says to Fredo, Michael says to Fredo, because the idea of manhood and mm-hmm. right. sons, right. in particular in this movie, is such like a, a motif. It's not easy being a son, Fredo, mm-hmm. and like the what they put on these young men. And Fredo's oh, always yeah. been like the lowest common denominator in the yes. whole family. Like he was the sickly one. He's the one that they're like, go fetch. I mean, Fredo confronts Michael. Yeah. We'll get there.
1: Yeah. Yes, we'll get there. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, that speech that he gives to Michael is amazing. So, um, let's see. Oh, then we go, we're in D.C. and we see these Senate hearings going on where the Senate, there's a committee on organized crime where they are investigating particularly the Corleone family. So, Senator Geary is trying to defend them like the whole time in this whole thing. Also,
3: Good cheesy luck, as.
2: Yeah, I just want to let it known that Italian Americans are some of the best people I've ever known.
1: Girl. Yeah, it was kind
3: of like. <laughs> Good job. It was, yeah, it was like. Good
1: job, buddy. You're I welcome a, for the process. I prostitute. have a black
3: friend, like those people. <laughs>
1: yes, <you know>? yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is exactly what it is. So, Sorry, yeah, cheese. This is where you find out. Panta jelly. He has decided to testify against the Corleones. And he is put under or into witness protection.
2: Which parallels the real life story in the 70s of that one guy who defected and was Uh, under. Well,
1: that's Goodfellas is about him. Yeah, the guy who like became an informant for the FBI.
3: Are we talking about Sammy the Bull?
1: No. Because he
3: informed, he cooperated too, but that was the 90s. Yeah, Yeah,
1: no, this was back... In the 70s. Yeah, in the 70s. So, Pantageli is about to testify, and Michael flies in his brother from Sicily, (laughs) which is kind of awesome. All he has to do is just sit there. They don't say a word, and immediate Pantageli takes back, recants his statement. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, oh, this is where I had the note about Clemenza was originally supposed oh. to be the one to testify. Oh, there we go.
3: Yeah. Which also he, I mean, the mind games played. Mm-hmm. You know, where I think Don Vito and Michael Corleone are very similar are their ability to get people to do things that they want them to do. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, he gets his brothers fly in, intimidate them. Yeah. That's it. And then, Jelly's fate.
1: Oh, yes. Well, that's because uh, Tom Hagen talks to, well, first, okay, before we get there, yes, because Tom Hagen talks to him. But before that, remember that with, um, or Fredo finally shows up in Nevada, right? Right. And even though he's been afraid that Michael's going to kill him. (laughs) He expresses his frustration. I mean, one of the best moments where he express it, right. expresses expresses he, his frustration like, that he was looked over in the family. Right. I was I'm always not, stepped over. I'm
2: not stupid.
1: He's yeah. Except yes. He's pretty he's stupid. So dumb. But oh, poor Fra- that broke my oh, heart. Oh yeah. He said, "I'm
2: your older brother, Mike, and I was stepped over." He said that's what pop. That's the way pop wanted it. I ain't the way I, I wanted it. I can handle things. I'm smart, not like everybody says, like dumb. I'm smart and I want respect. Well,
1: my sweet baby, girl. he j- he breaks my heart. Fredo
2: is the
3: epitome of middle child, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he really is, is the middle child. He then.
1: is the middle child. Well, then Michael, oh, just M- that's one of my favorite. Him. That's yeah. one of my
2: favorite quotes. Fredo, you're nothing to me now. You're not mm. a brother. You're not a friend. I don't want to know you or what you do. I don't want to see you at the hotels. I don't want you near my house. When you see our mother, I don't. I, I want to know, know a day, day before. In advance, yep. So I won't be right. there. Yeah. And it's so unreal
3: that these words that these men speak to each other and like they mean it. Oh, yeah.
1: absolutely. They yeah. mean it. Absolutely. And,
2: yeah, he didn't. mince words. That's
3: for sure. No. Like, no. Yeah. There's a there's an well, honor code particularly in within the family. Family.
1: Well, and he says to the guy, "As long as my mother is alive, nothing happens to him." And then. Mama dies. She dies. But before um, that. Oh, go He goes back, and we find out that Kay, she's like, I'm taking the kids. I'm going. And he's like, No, that you're not.
2: Was and he's like, You're scene.
1: just upset. You're upset with the Ooh, miscarriage. A and then she drops the bomb. No, there was no miscarriage. I had an abortion because I could not bear to bring your that child was And Wild. He. Lightly sexy punched her <laughs> out of no heavily he unsexily so quickly. Her. He so definitely quickly.
3: kissed his sweetie with his fist. And-
1: oh, absolutely. And remember we were talking about with your dad that he never like really gets so he stays so calm and I said, Except with Kay, that's where he loses his shit. It's it's explosive. Yes, and this is a perfect example. I mean, he loses
2: Um, his shit in this movie with a couple people. He does lose (laughs) it
1: with a couple people, but nothing like with Kate. I mean, that was a switch and terrifying. Well,
3: in the first one, everyone but Michael beats their
1: wives.
3: Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you always kind of like, I always like...
1: I don't yeah. know that Sonny beat his wife. He just cheated on her a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kind Not of just a Vito, to her. but like, yeah, just like really fucked around. Vito didn't. Vito was very sweet.
3: Exactly. But like Vito and Michael are mirror images of each All other, right. right? We're supposed to like understand this
1: bond here. The you other Fredo's are- wife beat him up. <laughs> don't you think? Fredo's wife was a little psychotic.
3: No, well, they... they- well, she might have, but like they definitely handled her at the wedding. When yeah, they, they did. Her, her out, and she's like screaming, "You can't marry a guinea wop!" Um, oh my god! And I'm gonna say that because I'm Italian and I've been called that my whole life. So have like, you? no. Oh,
1: but oh, I Nick. can I say it. Y'all, have like to, y'all don't have to edit that
3: out. Like, okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, she so he should have been saying it. <laughs> he banishes her. He keeps the kids. He's like, no, honey, these are my children. She's like, they're my children, too. Girl, you know what you're up against. I'm s- no, you right. just kiss the kids goodbye, and too.
3: Conrad and I had a conversation about the women in this movie. And, like, Kay and Connie could not be more of two sides of the same coin. Right. Right? Connie understands how to play the game in the sense that she's like, well, they're going to murder each other anyways. Might as well get cash out of this dude. Right. Right? Right. And then Kay is gonna keep her mouth shut. Mm-hmm. You know, she's gonna follow in Carmela's footsteps. Yeah. Keep her mouth shut. That's it. Until she can't. Well, and then she has the big A word. Mm-hmm. In the reading yeah. abortion. She has an abortion. <laughs> I like, and and don't She has
2: a big <laughs> <The> asshole. Asshole. <black. laughs> When I hear an A word or F word or S word, right, you automatically
1: think, Oh, yeah. Well, an abortion. Down here, an abortion is a curse word. In the Catholic Church, yes. In the Catholic Church and in Texas, it is a curse word. So, yeah. Well, so we have.
3: What did she expect?
1: I I mean, she was taking a big risk doing that. (laughs) it is not victim blaming at all, but But it's true. Girl, you know, I'm, you know, what's going to happen. But That's what I liked about Kay
2: is that she finally, you know, she really kind of like found her voice and she, she was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore.
1: No. And I think that she, I I mean, it sucks that in that moment she was also, I think part of her thought that she really was going to get away with taking the kids. And I think she almost could have had she not dropped the eight word. Yeah that's what did it for him. Well, so Carmella dies. Right, yes. And Michael forgives, I say in right. quote, Fredo. Which? When Connie asks him to, when they're at the mother's funeral and she's like, please, please, for right. me, will you please see Fredo? And they're hugging, he and Fredo. Right, and he the gives sit down, Al stand Neri, up hug. Yes, he gives the Al look. Neri the look. Yeah. That you know time to take um, this one
2: out you know the woman in that coffin was not the actress that played it was what? her mother it was francis ford coppola's mother in a wig why because you know sicilian women or the, the women found it bad luck to lay in a coffin and so nobody would do it and so he got his mother was like oh, okay i'll no. do it and so if you look in one of the scenes it's not the actress it's somebody
0: else I, 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 <laughs> I agree I, laying in a I, coffin
3: is bad I would love. never lie I, I just would never don't want to lie, a lie in a coffin yeah I would never do it so <laughs> Carmela's dead
1: Carmela's dead Fredo is quote forgiven <laughs> and but he's about to be taken Fredo out Fredo is marked Fredo is marked exactly yeah. and then Roth returns to the US after being uh, after being refused asylum in Israel
0: right
1: and ends up being assassinated as he's giving an interview <laughs> in Miami at the Miami International right. Airport. And
3: this part of the movie, all these people are dying in succession.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Just like in the first one Just where like they blow away the, the whole... The families
1: start getting taken out. Yeah. So then Tom Hagen, mm-hmm. this is where we find out Pantichelli's fate, Visits him, and they talk about how failed plotters against the Roman emperor often committed suicide in return for clemency for their families.
2: Right, honor.
1: Exactly. Well,
2: oh, and one of, another one of my favorite quotes is uh, when they were kind of talking about, like, okay, okay, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And Michael says, if anything in life is certain, if history has taught us anything, it's that you can kill anyone.
1: Yes, because he's like, you can't kill a president, Mike. Right. That's impossible. Right. Yes. And then just a few years after this takes place, Kennedy's Wait. killed, which many people think the mob is involved. Right. Anyone can be killed. He's not wrong there. This is
3: why I don't like Frank Sinatra, by the way. Okay. What? We'll talk later.
1: Oh, my heavens. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, pen to jelly. I am keeping that in. I don't know. <laughs> why I don't like Frank's <laughs> stuff. All right. So um, he slits his wrists in the bathtub. Right. At first, I immediately went to, oh, well, he was just killed. But no. No. yeah, killed himself. After that yeah. talk, he really does go through it for right. clemency for his family. So then Kay is in the house visiting her kids.
0: A terrible
3: And
1: scene. Michael, oh, that is painful. Cold. He comes into the house. She's attempting to say goodbye. Anthony's like, I want nothing to do with you. All right. And her, their son. And then uh, he closes the door on her, very <laughs> similar to the so end good. of the first you know, movie. Just shuts that door right in her face. Damn. So then Fredo and Neri go on a fishing trip. Uh, you know, just out on the boat, where right. he is like wanting Anthony to go, and luckily they're like, "No, Anthony, you need to come inside." Which should have been Fredo's tip off that shit.
3: So stupid. I have a question. Do you think Connie knew?
1: No, I don't Connie think Connie knew, knew. I don't think that, she would have ever stood for it that Fredo was going to get killed. I don't oh, think she ever yeah, would have no, been okay. She with would.
2: That. She would not have been Mm-mm. okay with that.
3: I don't think she would have been okay necessarily. But she would have warned him. Michael did know that her advanced. husband.
1: Yeah, but that was her husband. You're that wasn't a lousy her brother. You bastard, Michael! Oof. You yes. son of a bitch! <laughs> yes, but that was her husband. That was not her brother. I don't think she had any clue because I think, like, no. I think she would have warned him. Oh, 100%. we would have. Oh, there's no okay. way. Okay, I,
3: I got, I got a little bit of a different vibe. Okay, but I thought maybe she did kind of know. She's just finally so broken. Yeah, by the antics of the men in this family.
1: I, They're killing I
3: her do not husband. Think she knew They're at killing all. each other. Right. You know, um, she can't get any more money out of Michael unless she's this close to home. Uh-huh. She shows up. She demands money from him.
1: Uh-huh.
3: He doesn't want it. Then Merle. I mean, we never even touched on that real quick. No, because I mean, guy was, was such so, a loser. He was Righto. such
1: a
2: loser. It's, he's it, like, talking Don't about him even. like he's not there. And he's like, you know what you're going to do? You're going to tell Merle. <laughs> that you can't get married, I love that, and you're never gonna see right. him again. I don't know who it was, so, was, I don't know what he so does for money.
1: We're not doing this right now, he was um, so but I do like
2: Connie's that that plea for his forgiveness. He said, Michael, she said, Michael, I hated you for so many years. I think that I did things to myself to hurt myself yeah. so that you know I could hurt you. You mm-hmm. were just being strong for all of us, the way Papa was, and I can and I forgive you. Can you forgive Fredo? He's yeah, so sweet that and helpless right there. You you need me, Michael. I want to take care of you now.
1: That right there is why I don't think she ever would have been okay with him killing <clears throat> Fredo ever. I think that would have No, no, there's right. no way. Okay. So, Michael watches Fredo get killed from his den. Like he's just looking out at the water. Yeah. Watching it happen. Yeah. So then we flash back to Vito's uh surprise party i think it was like his 50th or something right birthday party surprise and everyone's there and everyone's there this is 1941 and this is when michael announced that he was joining the marines right and i mean sunny like flies off the handle did you notice fredo was the only one who supported him
3: right and like that's the interesting thing like sunny and michael had such a like Close relationship, mm-hmm. but but so there's, friction. there's yeah. friction there. Yes, they disagreed with each other's approaches. Mm-hmm. Fredo, Michael never really respected him.
1: No, no one did. Right. Except maybe Connie, because she was the female in the family, and then right, I'm, she's kind of the equal to you know Fredo, who's the little rent of the litter.
3: Eva, I don't even think I think she had a little bit of a higher status than Fredo even because Probably. at least they take care of her like yes. monetarily. yes they, they, I, mean, I mean they, they, mean, did they kill give, her house. they do they give, Fredo give Fredo little Fredo
1: jobs Vegas. like you have the Nevada one you, I mean Correct. they did at the beginning but but they also gave him the safe stuff you know but pick
3: up Mr. So-and-so at the oh, airport right. yeah yeah, yeah. Right, right.
1: So, when Vito, you hear him come in that everyone goes to surprise him at the door, right? And we hear that going on. Michael stays sitting alone. And then we flash forward to now where Michael's once again sitting alone Mm
3: -hmm.
1: in the den Mm -hmm. with his thoughts. Yeah. And then that is the end of the movie. Oh my God, I just thought it was incredible. Let's take another break and we're going to get back. We're going to come back with a few more thoughts. All right, so this is going to be a little short one because we—I mean, it's basically the same characters as the first one. So uh, we'll do a Mary Shag kill, but recasting it. Kind of already covered
3: that. A um, One, I don't know who you guys recast it with, but I'd also like to... Well, you did because you listened last week.
1: Yes, so you obviously do know exactly who we recast.
3: (laughs) I forgot a lot has happened.
1: A lot has happened this week. It's Um, been a busy one. Also,
3: I would just like to make the point it'd be one of those movies I don't recast
1: because I wouldn't remake it. It should never be remaked. Along with this one. Should never be remade. Ever, it, ever, ever. Yeah, and no. a prequel should never happen because it's not going to be Robert De Niro Young. It should More. just leave it alone. That
3: Sopranos prequel did not work.
1: I didn't even see it. So do you think, Nick, that it belongs on a top 100 list?
3: Absolutely.
1: I think it should be higher up, personally. It's yeah, number 32. I absolutely think it should me be top too. 20.
3: Not Yeah, top 20. not
1: Not necessarily like top 10. No. I get why The Godfather is where it is. But top 20, it should absolutely be there right conrad do you disagree uh
2: yeah i mean i i you know i enjoyed this movie but I, I, honestly i'd probably put it lower
1: <gasps> oh yeah wow unexpected okay. okay we will definitely not have the Fit. same top 25 okay yeah we already not that. gonna happen <laughs> did you have a favorite scene
3: the, yeah the the whole cuba trip yeah um particularly the opening of that party for New Year's Eve with the dancers. Like, I thought that was very, like, a nice fantastical flourish that we didn't see right. too much of. That's very true. That was a one. very, yeah. And it's bright colors. Mm-hmm. It's, like, very, or primary colors. It's not that, like, winter palette, that drabness that, yeah. like, everything is. Um, but it's a scene, like... I know it was you Fredo you broke my heart. That
1: and the one before where he realizes that is my favorite section. Yeah. where it, with the realization of what Fredo has done. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite.
3: And just for fun, I I loved seeing Sonny again.
1: I did I loved the flashback. <laughs>
2: just cuz you think James Cohn is hot. I mean, he's So high. <laughs> also
1: I like Sonny's
2: character.
1: <laughs> I miss uh, yes. I I,
3: Sonny has I a missed really Sonny fun, quite a bit. Like I missed
1: him in the last half of the first Godfather. Correct. I mean, he died you know. way too soon, in my opinion. God. Conrad, uh, did you have a favorite part? Um, I mean,
2: mm, i sure hmm. I do. Wow. There's nothing that stands out to me. Okay. I okay. mean, I think maybe I liked the backstory a little more than the current story. Abs- mm. I
1: do completely. The, the, what I loved about the current story was definitely Michael and Fredo. Right. The whole backstory I loved. Mm.
2: Yeah. I guess I just, you know, like I said, I was left wanting more of that. Yes. At the end of the movie. So right. I guess the, those scenes are, are my favorite. Okay. Yeah.
1: Did you have a favorite character in this? Michael really yeah i mean just because he's so amazing i would tend to agree with michael i'm a michael
3: stan okay like i i think i've been saying it this whole recording he's such a complex character it is a fascinating character in cinema he's terrifying he's endearing you can be sympathetic towards him in certain parts You can be angry with him in certain parts, but he is very much every man. Yes. In that sense, he just happens to have a very non-traditional job.
1: He is terrifying. (laughs) Non-traditional. Non-traditional. Yes. Yes, that's a great way to put it. So, uh, obviously, we are not remaking this movie ever. Do not ever touch it. Yeah, I'm not recasting. No, I am not recasting either at all. So what character can you relate to the most in this one?
2: I think... um, Is it the number 11
1: villain, Michael Corleone?
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. There are definitely aspects of Michael that, to your point, Nick, are an everyday man or an everyman. I think for me, some of the parts that hit for me from Michael are his the ease with which he can cut people out of his life. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Based on like betrayal or feeling wronged or whatnot. There is no going um, back for him. Because that's, that is something very, I can do very easily. It's just like. I have like,
1: a really hard time with that. Yeah, I know. Shut up. <laughs> I have a really hard time with that. Yeah.
2: Um, it's very easy for me to do. Yeah. And right. I, and I can be just as cold about it. Uh, I can as see this. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, when it comes to, you know, anyone who I feel like disrespects members of my family, of course. Or are rude yes. to my family, or does something like bad to my family members, like, uh, like, meh, you're kind of written up. We're of, done. M- yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I get that. I'm That's not going to like protective. try and murder anyone, but like, m- Emotional, don't, don't fuck there's with an, my yeah, there's an emotional, yeah, um, yeah, severing that is very easy for me to do. Like, I, get I that. understand some of Fredo's pathologies, Fredo yep. too. You know, like,
3: she really does this really great static study of um feeling less than, yeah, you know, and then also, someone I think I relate to a little bit is. Connie
1: because I am one. the kind of
3: person who will who accepts resign how it is yes. Yeah, I will resign myself after fighting 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 mm-hmm. and not necessarily like destroying myself because I'm so mad at somebody else I've been in that position right you know but um I get it after yeah. a while it's just like I'm done like yeah. I I can't like let's cut a deal
1: yeah because I can't do this right anymore
3: but yeah, I think Michael is someone I relate to a lot because there's just like a lot of mm-hmm. confusion almost. Yeah. He's a very confused, man.
1: Well, let's get. Do you guys have any you? other. Well, I don't. I don't. Carmela. Definitely. Because you're a mom too. Yes no i would think I, I mean like we kind of talked about in the first one there are you can relate to all of them on right. kind of a different level yeah. you're
3: a don Finucci to me
2: <laughs> shut up <laughs> you would wear hawaii mostly because of that mustache
1: <laughs> how dare you how dare you
2: Just for the record, you don't have a mustache.
1: Thank you. Anymore. Definitely not one that looks like his. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Janet. Anyway. Janet. Did you, my my girl, who will sometimes wax my lip. Oh. Mm. All right. Did you guys have any um, other quotes? I had one other quote that I really liked. Go for it. It was when Michael said, I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. Just my enemies. Yeah. I loved that, and then of course, I mean the, I know it was you, Fredo. Like that is one of my right. favorite lines of all time, and that's something that like I think does get used. Like I, it gets used in my own life. With, I mean, Adam and I will always joke about that. Like I know it was you, Adam. <laughs> I know it was you, Emma. You broke my heart. You broke. I'm my sure Emma heart.
2: loves that. Emma's like, what the hell? Such a heavy background of a quote. Emma's like, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> like someone uh, didn't replace the toilet paper. I like, know it, I was it was you. you.
1: <laughs> I know it was you, Peyton. You broke Not, my heart. You betrayed you me. And almost got my me murdered. Heart.
3: <laughs> right.
1: Um, no, it's for anything.
2: One of my other favorite quotes is um, between Fredo and Michael. Mm-hmm.
0: And
2: Fredo says, um, "Uno, oh god, uh, how do you say banana daiquiri? Banana, banana, banana daiquiri." daiquiri.
1: <laughs> yeah that was good <laughs> i love that one that is a great line but, but
3: yeah i it's hard being a son prayed out like that yeah. is a very mm. direct it, yes. to the core of because all of these young men Sonny included mm-hmm. lived in the shadow
1: absolutely
3: larger than life yes character
1: and as we'll find out in godfather part three his son lives in the shadow of a it's very not, it's so bad. I know,
3: I know. I've seen parts of that one. I know it's not on the list, but it's like I feel like I have to watch it. Just Oh, you've never like, seen it. You do it? need to watch I've it. I only like watch bits and pieces. Like mm. I I know. I mean, just cuz you'll know happens. everybody
1: and like you do need to watch it, but it is It's, it's a soap opera. Terrible.
3: Like you kind of have to like finish the soap opera.
1: Yes, you do. Yes, right? you do. All right. Well, Nick, thank you for What about Mary Shaquille? Again. I don't oh, to play yeah, Mary, that. Oh, yeah, Mary Shaquille. All right, let's do the young ones. <laughs> I'm about young to get Vito. Oh, hello. <laughs> young Vito, young Clemenza, and young Tessio.
3: Definitely marry young Vito because not only will I be a ranch, I can hit it because he's my husband. Right. Um, I would...
2: Page out of her book. <laughs>
1: I, right
3: oh I now kill, look who's not marrying I kill for tessia. love i'd kill tessia and i would shag clemenza clemenza only because bruno got, kirby well he also got my uh my husband into the game now i'm sitting high with furs
1: this is very true yeah, so are you nice the same
2: rugs. um i would reverse i would marry Vito. i would shag, shag tessio, tessio and, and then and kill clemenza well, yeah,
1: yeah i'm the same way yeah. okay in the same way. Wait, okay. All right. Round now, n- now, round two: Michael, Hyman Roth, and Penta I mean, you've got the three. I would three marry Michael. Ones. Right. I,
3: I would um, fuck Hyman Roth. Yeah. Or Shag. I'm sorry. Yes. Shag Hyman
1: Roth. Thank you.
3: And I would
1: kill Pantagelli. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Or just convince him to kill himself.
1: Oh, oh. love it. <laughs> Conrad, yeah, so. that's it. you. Just don't care about them. Okay, round three. <laughs> oh, I don't have a round three. Okay, Connie, Carmella, and Kay. <laughs> young I'd marry, Carmella, young Carmella. I
3: marry Carmella. I fuck Connie and I kill Kay.
1: I'm 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 killing Kay. I mean I'm killing Connie. She drives me crazy.
2: Oh, I just love
1: you,
0: lousy son of a
1: bitch.
3: I'd, sh- I'd uh,
2: shag I'd check Connie. I would shag yeah, Kay and kill. The mom,
0: wow,
1: Carmella. The mom. No, you're right. I would actually marry Kay and Shag. Mary Kay. Oh, god, I don't want to shag the mom. Okay, fine. Mary Kay, Shag Connie, kill Carmella. <laughs> well, the minute you <laughs> yeah. kill
3: Carmella, that means uh, Fredo's dead. So, thanks, you guys.
1: I would kill oh, yeah, because I said young. Well, I'm by Fredo. I don't know. All right. Nicholas, thank you for joining well, us. Well, I'll be back.
3: Triple sure. threat. Triple threat. Quadruple threat. We need
1: to have like the, the five-timers club episodes. again. <laughs> that, yeah, and, yes, I've watched that a lot true. of movies, but... Yes. We need to have a five-timers club like um, SNL does oh, <laughs> once you host a certain number of times. <laughs> All right. Next week is a very exciting week Yay. because we will be wrapping up our first list of 25 movies that We're we have a quarter done. quarter of the way. So excited. And you will get our movies ranked these Mm -hmm. 25 movies you will get them Mm -hmm. ranked Mm -hmm. and we're also going to let you know the new number of how many afi movies we've seen because it has now gone up right significantly for conrad
2: also gonna do the we're gonna do a big drinking with you kiddies what drinking with you kiddos what we're getting getting children i'm trying to think of a like instead of the different. Oscars, what would we call
1: them? <gasps> oh, ooh, we need to think of something.
2: The kiddos, the kitties, the kiddos, the kiddos, the kiddo award.
1: <laughs> we're gonna do the kiddo award. Yeah, that's exactly what we're, we just came up with this just now, you guys. Or how
2: about the
3: Margot Kidder award?
1: Well, I love that reference. <laughs> Thank you.
2: She has nothing to do I'm with the FBI top one. Not even
1: any of her movies are nominated for the
2: top one. I can't believe Superman is that. So it. That's it's weird. Not even yes. nominated.
1: I don't actually. Superman, Superman might be nominated. May be nominated. I don't know. God, but no matter what, didn't make the list. So we're <laughs> we're not going to do that.
3: Whatever. I think Margot Kidder. But I would want one.
1: Margot Kidder. All right. So until then.
3: Here's drinking with you, Margot Kidder.
1: (laughs) Here's drinking with you, kid. Goodbye. (laughs)